Warner Brother Discovery is now open for business. According to CEO David Zasloff, the company is now shopping off some of its major IPs to their competitors. But this could be really great news for kids that grew up in the 90s like myself. Also, season one of Andor kicks off today with the first three episodes. I know a lot of people are excited for that, but the showrunner, Tony Gilroy, actually dropped some more major bombs about Andor and its future. And today is Wednesday, September 21st, and that only means for you comic book fans out there, it's new comic book day. James T is here for his reviews of the books that he read, and he's going to let us know what's hot and what's not. I'm your host, Amir, and this is the One in 100 Podcast. So according to David Zasloff, uh, Warner Brothers Discovery is now open for business, uh, which means that they are shopping a lot of their projects that have gotten cut from the HBO Max streaming service uh, to try and clean up some money and free up some money in different areas on that service. Uh, I'm still kind of not sure why they're doing this, but hey, this is their business. They can do what they want. So it's open for business now. And that means the creators of Batman, the Cape Crusader are allowed to shop this project to whoever they want to shop it to. So Bruce Timms, J.J. Abrams and Matt Reeves all went on a little road trip last week in search of a streaming service to allow this series to be able to be watched by all the fans that were pretty much heartbroken when they found out that this series was getting, you know, the big chop. So this is actually really good news because there's a lot of people that went to work on this series um, and, you know, to have a series be cut like that before it even gets to be showcased was kind of a huge slap in the face. But some of the potential buyers uh, seem to be Netflix, Amazon and Apple. These would be great streaming services for this series to land. I mean, Amazon has had much success with The Boys and Invincible and a bunch of other different comic book IPs. Uh, Netflix has had success with shows recently like The Sandman. So, I mean, a lot of potential for a lot of eyes to be on this series. Uh, so I really hope that one of these deals go through. I'm not really sure what Apple has uh, for fans, especially fans of comic book stuff. Um, but we'll see. But those two, Netflix and Amazon, will be a great spot for uh, this IP to land. Now, I'm not sure what this means for Warner Brothers Discovery. I mean, I'm not sure what their plan is, but I do know that they are open for business. Uh, so a lot of people are ready to rock and roll. They have other things that are going to be shopped out to you know, these different streaming services. So I'll keep my eyes and ears open to see uh, what other news comes about for the Batman Cape Crusader uh, series. Well, since we're on the topic of comic book characters and new series, let's kick it over to JT for his top five comic book reviews for the week of September 21st, 2022. Hey, what's going on, JT? Thanks for joining me again, man. So listen, a lot of books came out this week. What landed on your top five list? Hey, brother. How are you doing tonight? Hey, everybody. Um, yeah, it's JT. 
I picked up uh, Nita Hawes uh, by Rodney Barnes. This is uh, number eight, I believe. Um, I also grabbed Black Adam number four by uh, Christopher Priest and Greg Pax duo number five. So the first one for me was Nita Hawes. That was like a must read because Rodney Barnes is super talented. I know to be honest with you, he also has out this week Mandalorian number three because he did do a comic book adaptation for Marvel. I grabbed that one too, but it wasn't like uh, uh, something I really wanted to read yet only because I had already watched the show and he is basically taking the show's content and putting it in comic book form, which is still dope. But, you know, I'm, 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 I'm going to save that one for later on. You know, I love my Star Wars on the side. But getting into, getting into the Nita Hawes, it's uh, Murder by Another Name Part 2. And this takes Nita Hawes basically into Annapolis. Um, and there has been a series of murders. And um, this is obviously Part 2, so this started in the last issue. And the interesting part, because, you know, she normally does the paranormal and, you know, supernatural things. Um, with each one of these murders, there's like two gold coins left on their eyes. So she was like, oh, okay, so that's basically for them to travel across the river Styx. So whoever's doing this is either a history buff or something to that nature. But what it turns out is there was blood left at the scene, like from the last issue when they analyzed it. And they said the blood was from somebody who was at least over 100 years old. Keeping with the story, it, it, it flows really well. Um, I like that it gives you more into detail because Rodney Barnes, when he does this series, just like he did Philadelphia, he really delves deep into history and he kind of changes it enough and makes it really interesting from a supernatural standpoint. Now, for new readers, if you can always grab seven and eight and move forward, because like I said, you know, the new arc started in the last issue. So it's not like you'd be lost. There's a little reference, but not a major one. And the read is, you know, it will keep you um, engaged between that and um, the artwork. You know, it's it's really good. The next book that um, I checked out was Black Adam number four by uh, Christopher Priest. Now, this basically um, is a four of 12. So it's a limited series, you know, and in essence, we have Black Adam, you know, who was injured in the very first issue. And, you know, he was sick and he ended up seeking out, um, I guess, someone who would be considered someone of his bloodline, which was Malik White, who's a med student. You know, he's young and um, he ended up basically giving him his power. Now, in this issue, Black Adam basically signed out of the hospital AMA. And you, you being in the medical professional like myself, know AMA against medical advice. And <laughs> meanwhile, Malik is still learning about who he is. Like he's still figuring out, you know, I have these powers, but what can I do with them? What, you know, what are their limits? And how can I, you know, grow in my abilities? Well, Black Adam helps him out involuntarily. And uh, if you pick up the book, you'll see what I mean. There's 
definitely someone's going to be testing his powers in this. And at the same time, Black Adam is going on his own soul-searching mission where he meets several gods. Now, I did a little bit of checking just to see, but I don't think these are people who showed up in the DC universe before. So these may be possible first appearances. If you like Christopher Priest and you like the way he writes, this flows really well. Um, and the story itself, like I said, much like the last story, keeps you engaged. Uh, my last book was Duo Number 5, and this was 5 of 6. For some reason, I thought this was only going to be a five-issue series because all the milestone books were like limited series of 1 through 5, but apparently this one's 1 through 6. I'm not complaining about it. It was really a good read. The interesting thing about Duo, though, is it takes place outside of um, Dakota. So because it takes place outside of Dakota, it's really something that is, um, it's in the same universe, but it's different. Um, so basically what it is, is that at this point you have David and Kelly who are now sharing a body for anybody who didn't read the first, you know, four issues. Um, it's mainly, it's really David's body, but Kelly's essence, his fiance is inside of his head. And they have, at times, they both take control of the body, but they have to be conscious of each other because otherwise what's happening is one of them will more or less start to disappear, dissipate, you know, lose function. So in this case, right now, Kelly's in charge, right? And she's always been like, you know, we need to get out in front of this with the technology, the nanotechnology. Their, their whole purpose of them having it was to help heal cancer and various viruses and to just basically make the world a better place. Um, the doctor they're working for, on the other hand, had different plans as he is apparently an immortal and he belongs to a group called the Immutables. Now, they believe in checks and balances. On the other side, because it's nanotechnology, you have another Dr. Tinker who also was involved, who was trying to basically um, get the nanotechnology for himself and to possibly use it as a weapon. So the thing is, going back to Kelly, is that because she's currently in charge of the body, she feels like, well, you know, we should start showing people what we can do to heal. By the end of this issue, a massive battle ensues, and then something interesting happens. A portal opens up. But it was definitely a good read. And once again, much like the other books, consistent in the, in the writing, the flow of the book itself, and the overall action. I'm definitely um, excited about, you know, seeing where we go more with Nita Haas and see um, how Duo ends. Awesome, man. I, I definitely can't wait to pick up, uh, obviously, Nita Haas and you know, I've been picking that, you know, all the Rodney Barnes stuff up, but I really am looking forward to Black Adam because I didn't read the last issue yet. But because I, I, you know, I want to, I, I kind of like to read those books a little bit, like kind of like together. Um, right. But uh, definitely from what you, you know, explained here, it's, it's definitely worth the purchase. So I'm looking forward to it. I've enjoyed it so far. So I'm pretty sure this one's going to be another great addition. Uh, to the stack of books that I got waiting for me. <laughs> but yeah, listen, man, yeah, com we appreciate it, bro. Comic book problems. Exactly, yeah, comic book problems. It, 
So thanks again, James. Uh, you know, gave us some really good books to uh, look forward to, man. So uh, hopefully we'll be hearing from you next week again, brother. You know it. Thanks again, Same time. Same yeah, channel. Absolutely. Later. <laughs>Thanks again to JT for giving us his reviews on his top five books that he picked up this week. I'm definitely going to have to go hit up the shop now because some of those books sounded really, really good. Uh, so moving forward, man, let's talk about Andor season one. It drops today on Disney Plus. The first three episodes will be out for you to uh, check out and enjoy. I know I will definitely be checking that out. There have been a lot of great uh, early reactions to this series. I think most people have seen uh, maybe the first four episodes of this series so far. And everyone's talking about how this is like the most cinematic series that that Star Wars has put out on Disney. Disney Plus. So they're getting me super excited and super hyped for this. So I hope it's really good. But to add to the excitement for Andor fans and Star Wars fans, uh, Tony Gilroy, who is the showrunner for this series, he's already announced that there's going to be a season two to Andor and that they actually start production uh, in November. So that's insane to me, man, because, you know, the fans haven't actually seen this. You know, a lot of the fans, you people have seen early stuff, but we haven't even gotten the reactions of all of the fans that are looking forward to this. So, I mean, that's good. That's good news, right? I mean, you're already getting, you know, season two up and rolling already. And he's looking to see maybe this will be coming out by 2024. So it's going to be a nice little gap in between. Um, but yeah, Andor season one is out. It's going to be 12 episodes. Um, like once again, the first three episodes will be dropping today. So you already know for the weekend, me and Kay will definitely be giving our reaction and our reviews for the first three episodes of Andor. Uh, hopefully we enjoy it as much as everybody else did. So make sure you guys tune in to the one in 100 podcast unplugged this Saturday morning. Me and Kay will be talking a whole lot of junk about this series, whether it's good or bad. We're going to have fun doing it. So make sure you're there and hitting that subscribe button and sharing it with all your friends, man. So once again, thank you to James T for giving us his reviews. Thank you to Isaac earlier this week for giving his previews for what came out this week, man. I hope you guys are, you know, able to get out and enjoy uh, these books that are coming out, man. I've enjoyed a bunch of them and I'm going to go enjoy more. So once again, hit that subscribe button, share it with your friends, leave a comment, let us know how we're doing. And that's it, man. Have a great day. This is your host, Amir. Thank you for listening to the One and 100 podcast.